0: Today, I want to talk to you about four simple steps of how to deal with a narcissist. There's lots of different pieces that happen with narcissistic abuse that you have to learn how to deal with different nuances and deal different things. But if you follow a principle like this, where it's four steps of the direction you need to go in the relationship, that can help you. And that can help focus you and help channel all your direction to actually be a movement that's going to help you move in a way that's going to put you in a place of confidence and clarity, that's going to put you in a place where your kids are able to like grow and move in a direction that you know you want them to, like in a healthy environment, is going to put you in a place to help maximize who you actually are. But we have to be able to kind of step through a process of understanding. So we're gonna talk through this concept that I've worked on all four principles is no, grow, show, and go. Okay, super easy to remember, no, show, no, grow, show, and go. I kind of mess it up as I do it, right? So, like this big piece of dealing with the narcissist, people normally are confused of how to be able to process, how to be able to move forward. Okay. So if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse, to have people understand the ins and outs and the destructive nature of being with a toxic person. So many times people are stuck in an environment that they're not sure what's going on, so as a result, they're immobilized and they just stay. And so I try to help just bring light to it, to bring understanding so that you understand where you are, who you are, and what direction you're trying to go. That's what's transformative in breaking the triggers, eradicating the trauma bond, and moving forward, not being stuck in the rumination and the intrusive thoughts kind of plaguing your mind. When we talk about this aspect of dealing with a narcissist, the first concept that I want you to listen to is to know. Number one is to know, to understand what you're dealing with, to understand the ins and outs of what is actually fighting, that's fighting with you time and time again sometimes it's coming into the hard truth of he didn't actually care about you he doesn't love you because he's not demonstrating that because he's not showing that he doesn't care about the kids because he's actually not showing up for the kids doesn't care for the kids because of how he's abusing you in front of the kids and we see this happen so much where people get to a place where they're like wait a second he's a good dad but he's being abusive to you in front of the kids he's setting an example that is a negative example Now, when you first start down the road of learning about narcissistic abuse, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant. That really is the easiest way to put it. Because when you start down to open up that door of let me learn about narcissism, it's not just this tiny little crack of like, oh, now I've read a couple pamphlets and I know everything. No, you start opening it and it's giant. Narcissism is running rampant. And narcissism is a huge piece that people are studying, learning, and, and talking about more and more than what it's ever been before. You start to open up that door and you think, I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of this. Like, I'm probably going to like sink in this giant world of narcissism. It feels like that. It feels like you're almost treading water for a period of time because of how much you're consuming and how much is clicking at the same time. You're looking at it and you're like, that's exactly what he did. He said that phrase. Is that what was happening? You start to put the pieces together. You start to get into working with different people, whether that's coaches or therapists or taking different courses or classes, just to be able to understand all the things that's happened in the abuse. Now the thing with this, the caveat is just knowing about narcissistic abuse and just knowing all the terminology is not enough to set you free. It's not enough to actually help you move forward to the next stage, which is why the first one is just know. Understanding, getting the data, being able to make sense of what's actually happening, cause and effect in the relationship with that toxic person. The second part is to grow, to grow yourself, to actually see this change happen inside your life. Because as you start to develop you, you start to develop confidence in you. Now, what do I mean by that? Confidence is developed by the repetition of things that you say you do, say you're going to do, and you follow through with them. There's many people out there right now that do not have confidence. They lack confidence because they're unwilling to actually follow through with the things that they said they were going to do. I'm not just talking about toxic relationship. I'm just talking about life in general. What right now are you saying that you're going to do that you're not doing and as a result is slowly eating away at your confidence because you're not doing it. You're not actually following through. You're incongruent with the person that you've told other people, the person you've told yourself that you're going to be. So as we grow, we start to work on first the story that you believe, being able to change the mindset that gets activated when a trigger goes off, when something happens in your life that produces this emotional, physical response, and how to be able to solve that, how to be able to work through it. Because it's not enough to know that you have a trauma bond, we have to work on actually breaking the trauma bond. We have to work on actually stepping you through the process of getting to the place of understanding I'm actually believing something that's completely false. There's these limiting beliefs that the narcissist put around me, saying that I'm not good enough, saying that I look bad, saying that nobody's going to want a single mom, saying that all these different things that put you down. And so we're growing in learning the story that you're telling yourself. You're also growing in your resilience of interactions with a toxic person. Until you get to the place where you're completely no contact, you're growing in this. You're starting to learn how to be able to develop your fortitude, how to be able to develop your self-worth. We talked about confidence, like developing this more and more and more so you get to a place where you understand, hey, I can actually do this. There's many of you that are watching this that have been with a narcissist that after the relationship or as you're trying to leave the relationship or grow in the relationship, you're like, I don't think I can. Like, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's it's, it's possible for me to heal, for me to grow in the direction that I want to or to the capacity that I want to. Maybe you think that you're not worth it. Being able to grow yourself is the single most thing that you can do in any type of a toxic relationship. It's the best thing you can do for you. It's the best thing you can do for the narcissist. And it's the best thing you can do for your kids. It's the only thing you can also do because you can't change him. You can't make sure the kids fall in line in a certain way or that they don't turn out like him without you actually working on yourself and growing and developing yourself. Out of the overflow of your growth comes your kid's redemption out of the toxic relationship. Out of the overflow of your growth, like the the overflowing spilling out onto the kids helps them rise, helps them grow even more. Well, we talked about no, then we talked about grow. The third one we're gonna talk about is show. Show that growth by actually establishing boundaries. Now, this could be boundaries in the relationship, this could be boundaries out of the relationship. End of the day, it doesn't even matter. What matters is that you are developing boundaries. Now These boundaries are not for the toxic person. So it's not like, oh, I have a boundary for toxicity and then I don't have a boundary for healthy or like I have a boundary for the narcissist, but I don't have a boundary for family. Like, no, boundaries are for you. It's to limit the access that this other person has to you or to limit the influence or how they're coming across to you. Now, at the same time, this limit is limiting their access to you. It's not limiting what they do. Does that make sense? Like, there's a difference here. So many times people think that limiting, like a boundary is limiting someone else. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You can't, you know, all these different things like rules and regulations, limits put on another person. And at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with you, what you're willing to put up with, what you're willing to let happen in your life. And then you get to the place where you start to realize and understand that, like, hey, this is the limit that I have, which means, hey, you can go do whatever you want to do. Just understand it's not going to be with me. It's not going to be in this relationship. You're not controlling them. You're letting them do what they want to do. And if they're not choosing you, if they're not choosing to actually work on themselves, then you're like, hey, totally fine. But I'm not going that direction. I'm going the opposite direction that actually helps me grow, change, and develop. Now, boundaries are also proof for you of how you're growing and how you're changing. Because you start to have boundaries, follow through with boundaries, and be very, very consistent with boundaries, you start to see the growth that happens in your life. Because when you show these, when you actually exemplify, hey, this is a boundary, and you're not going to cross it, if you want to cross it, go ahead and cross it, but it's not going to be with me. You're You're limiting that access. But as you start to implement boundaries, it starts to show if there is any change on the other side as well. So many people are like, I think he's changing. I think he's trying. And then I'm like, well, how are your boundaries? Well, I don't really have any. Okay, well, that's part of the problem. Well, I have some, but like he kind of goes back and forth. Okay, then he doesn't respect your boundaries. So there's all these different pieces of understanding that you have to show this by being very consistent in setting up boundaries. How is the narcissist in your life respecting your boundaries? Is he respecting your boundaries or is he not respecting your boundaries? You can even leave a comment down below. of Like, is he respecting your boundaries? Yes or no? because like we want to be able to see and how people understand like like the person in your life if they're saying they're trying to change but they're disrespecting your boundaries they're not trying they're not okay you might well end up going into the place where you need to show these boundaries by doing the gray rocking by be being uninterested to the other party, to the toxic person, saying, I'm not gonna respond to you, I'm not gonna react to you. Maybe you're using the BIF method, brief, informative, friendly, and firm as a framework for conversations, as a framework for interactions to help you in those interactions moving forward. All right, so no, show, no, grow, show. And then the fourth one is go. Sometimes this means you need to leave the relationship. A lot of times it means you need to leave the relationship. You need to heal yourself and you cannot do that while you're continuously stuck in toxicity. You need to actually reset the bone that's broken and you can't do that while every day it's continually getting broken. While every day there's pressure put onto it in a way that doesn't actually allow it to heal. Too many people think I can heal in the relationship. And while that is true, that is only true up into a point. Then there's a point where it's almost like you're tapped out because you can't get past all the triggers, all the things that are happening on a daily basis without just going completely numb. And when you do that, you lock yourself out from a lot of the healing, you just survive and you're in survival mode. So you need to understand, like if you don't have boundaries in your life, There's no like there's no way the other person is going to respect you. If you have a boundary and there's no respect and there's no change, then you know, hey, this isn't a relationship. This isn't something I can work on. Like without truth being in the life, without the narcissist being willing to admit, hey, I was wrong. Hey, this happened. Hey, this is what's going on. There's no hope in a relationship. There's no healing. There's no change. And so you need to kind of pause and kind of think like, wait a second, where am I at in this process? Am I stuck in the no process of just consuming a bunch, but I haven't actually moved forward and actually working on myself? Am I in the grow process where I'm growing and learning and trying to build up my confidence and I have a plan? Am I in the show where I'm actually like implementing boundaries and I'm helping understand like, hey, the boundaries are for me and making sure that it limits people's access to me so I have capacity to be able to heal? Or am I at the place where I need to go because I've learned all this stuff and it just needs to come down to making a decision that I need to do this? Because it's going to be awful staying and it's only going to be awful leaving. But at least leaving, you have the opportunity to heal. What stage are you in? The question then is, what are you going to do today? Whatever stage you might be in, we'd love to be able to partner with you and help you move forward in that. Whether that's starting off with our seven-day challenge, escapetoxicity.com for $7. You get access to the community there. You start going through daily progression. Or that could be the 45-day challenge, the clarity challenge. And that is going in and working systematically for 45 days to break the trauma bond, to actually move free from the abuse, and to work on the rumination and develop who you actually are, understanding your habits, your direction. It encompasses a lot of things, and there's a great depth inside of there. And that's at claritychallenge.net. If you want to interact with me, feel free to reach out at rawmotivations.com. Would love to be a part of your healing journey. And if you haven't already, like and subscribe for more content.